Welcome to the Wish Well Podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board-certified anesthesiologist and pain management physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health and wellness journeys. Welcome to episode 11, Happiness and Harmony with Dr. Indrani Raman. I'll talk a little bit in the beginning of the episode about Dr. Raman, but just wanted to share that Dr. Raman and I actually completed the Integrative Medicine Fellowship through the University of Arizona with only six months apart. And we connected over social media and asked her to come on the podcast to share her journey. And she talks a little bit about burnout and taking some time off to reconnect with herself and um, learning meditation and Vipassana meditation, actually, and going through the Integrative Medicine Fellowship. So she was able to shift her practice into something that was more fulfilling for her. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. And remember to please subscribe, follow along, leave a comment or rating on iTunes, and I hope to see you in future episodes. Hi everyone, this is Dr. Michelle Dang with the Wish Well Podcast. I'm here with Dr. Indrani Raman and um, just want to tell you a little bit of information about her. She's a board certified nephrologist, fellowship trained in integrative medicine, and also a certified obesity medicine specialist. Her practice, Exhale Health MD, offers highly customized patient-focused care in Murphy and Rockwell, Texas. After she spent several years in a traditional medical practice as a nephrologist, she discovered her passion for holistic medicine and helping patients restore their overall wellness rather than treating the disease symptoms. Her practice provides services including holistic care, medical weight loss programs, and kidney disease management. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. Uh, thank you for having me on board. Hello, everybody, um, the audience for the Wishwell podcast. Awesome. Thank you. So as everybody is probably aware, right now we're in the midst of COVID-19 or coronavirus pandemic. So everybody's a little bit stressed out. And I wanted to just continue recording podcasts for all of you just to offer a little bit of normalcy during this very challenging and difficult time. So hopefully everyone enjoys this. So, um, Dr. Raman and Johnny, um, what does health and wellness mean to you? Um, health and wellness means to me, in, signifies more happiness and harmony to me. Um, when we started, when we started talking about the podcast, I really, and I gave you my words, I really didn't think about this, but did you know today is the International Day of Happiness? <laughs> I know that. I think we yeah. all need a little bit of happiness right now. So. Yes, yes, yeah. We got our yeah. timing right with that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about why you chose those words. Uh, to me, I, I, the reason I got into holistic medicine is um, I realized I was uh, more burnt out and getting more unhappy doing traditional medicine. And also I realized there was uh, like a disconnect 
when I try to treat patients. I mean, not everybody responds to the traditional way we do things um, or allopathic medicine. So I realized there was a disconnect and I wanted to uh, kind of practice uh, medicine in a holistic way where I can bring harmony between mind, body and spirit. And I, I think uh, the word, that's why the word harmony and happiness signifies to me the way we can do integrative and holistic medicine. Yeah, and I think a lot of uh, physicians nowadays are really transitioning to more of that type of integrative approach where they're offering other options for their patients. So tell us a little bit about your journey getting to where you are now. Um, how long were you in practice? I know um, we read your bio that you were a practicing nephrologist. So how long were you in practice before you said that you got burnt out and tried to look for something else? So um, I did my medical school in India. And then I have, um, I came here because I got married to a software engineer and I had, I had moved to US. So then I completed my residency and training and my fellowship I did at the University of Buffalo. And I moved to Dallas. Um, this was uh, my first job was my only job for like 10 years. Um, I did traditional nephrology practice in a group setting. And as the years went by, I started realizing, uh, you know, when you see people getting into end-stagional disease because of, um, because of their lifestyle and the way their comorbid conditions, diabetes and hypertension has progressed over the years. And I felt like I could probably offer them more than just giving them prescriptions. Um, and I know our, our traditional uh, when you the medical education doesn't, doesn't train us to um, help them other than um, doing a few lifestyle changes. I think all we tell them, for example, in terms to losing weight is eat less and move more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, we have, there is no way we are trained in, in allopathic medicine to teach them about stress management, right? right? Uh, uh, so all we know is, okay, do some exercise so many minutes per Per week is recommended and you go and 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 here you go they go ahead and start doing it but I, I felt like I was not giving them enough guidance and there were people who were asking me hey doc can you tell me a little bit more and I felt like I was insufficiently trained uh, to to help them I also felt like uh, with the dietary supplements and in terms of botanicals I felt like there was a role and and they can be prescribed in a in a more knowledgeable way. It's kind of scary that people just go out there and buy all this stuff without really understanding and they get advice from people who are who are not trained as well as we are and they just believe them blindly and take it. And, I, and there was no way I could guide them with how, which ones were better for them. Uh, um, and, and also all of this along with me, um, kind of not being able to help them in different sort of ways, and I was starting to feel the uh, the uh, disenchantment with traditional medicine. Uh, started uh, started looking around, see what other ways we can practice medicine, and I came across Dr. Um, Andrew Wiles' program. And uh, once I started um, uh, learning more about it, then and then once I started the fellowship, I realized there is no way I could go back to doing medicine in the traditional format. So uh, the integrative medicine, and as a side note, I also complete this fellowship, which was an amazing fellowship. I love Tucson. Yes, yes. Glad 
hear that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so were you doing fellowship while you were still in practice full time as in a, a traditional practice? Yes. Uh, yes. When I started the, the fellowship, I was still practicing uh, full time. Uh, this was back in 2017. I graduated uh, in 2019. So, um, but as I started, you know, you remember in the in the fellowship, <laughs> we do that opening ceremony on the on the first week of residential. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So there, I realized there was such a big community, right? You know, so many people are there, and they all have the like we are all unified by the thread. Right. The, uh, the thread that we all have the same reason we know that there is something that we that we are not able to provide with the current approach and we all have strong reasons or changes that happen in our life that shift us more towards this kind of um, treatment approach so um, once I realized that and also you real you remember they also give us a, a burnout questionnaire right that yeah. you be, fill up you know I was like moderate to severely burnt out and I didn't realize that, yeah. So for those of you who um, don't know much about the Dr. Andrew Wiles Integrative Medicine Fellowship, as the initial opening um, ceremony, when you actually go to Tucson and start this fellowship program, we all sit around in this large circle and it's late, everybody's really tired. There's probably, at my, in my class, there are about 50 people or so. And we all just pass around this ball of yarn and we all hold on to that yarn as we share why we were there and what we were looking to get out of it. And so it's about, it's a long night. I think it took a couple hours to get through everybody, but everybody holds on to this piece of yarn. And at the end of it, um, we all look around and we're connected by this, um, like Dr. Uh, Raman said, by this, in this ball of yarn. And so it's very, it's a, it's a very, interesting and eye-opening experience and we're all connected so um, and the other thing that she was mentioning was that burnout questionnaire which we all do online prior to starting the fellowship and I remember I as well marked off I think it was moderate to severe burnout and um, I mean that is a problem with a traditional medicine practice so just wanted to kind of include that in there Awesome. So you completed the Integrative Medicine Fellowship program, and um, I also saw that you also um, are certified in obesity medicine. So tell us a little bit about how you decided to do that as well. So once I realized I was severely burnt out, I, I just wanted to take a break. So I, I, I really quit. After 10 years of being a partner, I just, um, just one day decided uh, the only way I can do this is by taking a time out and kind of healing myself. Mm -hmm. start healing myself so i i just quit and in 2018 i want i went on a a journey of uh, discovering myself mm -hmm. i really didn't um did not do uh, much clinical work except some locums here and there um i did a vipassana meditation course i went for the 10 days course for that um Tell us a little bit about what that is. I don't know what that is. But. Oh, uh, you know, um, Vipassana is also uh, like a deep inside meditation. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, in our program, when you start in the first week of residential week, they do, we do, uh, they do introduce to us several types of meditation, right? And uh, mm -hmm. compassionate um compassionate kind of meditation, self-compassion meditation and, uh, and mindfulness. Um, from that, I had an idea that I really want to explore 
um i was looking around i wanted to explore more like a deep insightful meditation mm -hmm. and i came across uh, vipassana it just means uh, it's it's a it's an oldest buddhist uh, meditation that was uh, brought to the world by buddha mm -hmm. but there is nothing uh, with religion it is it is a, it's a not religion based uh, anybody can practice it and it it talks about more um uncompassion and mindfulness Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit uh, also, I think what uh, Zan Kabat-Zinn kind of promotes with his uh, mindfulness-based uh, practice. Mm -hmm. So uh, to start that, you have to do a 10 days of uh, almost like a boot camp for the mind. Mm -hmm. uh, you are with a group of people and, um, and they do all the teaching and you are like in a silent retreat. Mm -hmm. uh, um, in a, a, they provide the accommodation, food and everything. You're in a silent retreat, not talking to anybody. Um, no use of any, any kind of devices. And they teach you over the period of 10 days uh, how you can do it. Mm -hmm. and, and they teach you all, uh, um, all there is to know. Um, the teacher is Asen uh, Goenka. Mm -hmm. And he was the one, um, I he brought Vipassana to India back in 1970s. Mm -hmm. from um, that time it was called Burma mm -hmm. and that's where uh, they were practicing more the Vipassana meditation so from there so this training is based on his recordings mm -hmm. so uh, that's it like every day you have a audio and video recording and like almost eight to ten hours um, per day you are uh, basically practicing and listening to his teaching and how to do it and and what it involves so they don't want people to uh, uh, tell others um, on how to do it because they want you to listen directly from how, how SN Goenka uh, wants you to know. So, um, so they, anybody who wants to learn this has to go through the first 10 day program. And so is then it done like at a site or is it done at home or what is this like? Uh, it's like out of uh, site. Uh, it's, it's out of uh, home. Uh, uh, it's it's not home based. Sorry, it's not home based. There are several centers. Mm -hmm. I think the closest one. I'm not sure if there's one in Houston. Uh, there is one in in uh, near Dallas, mm -hmm. in Kaufman, Texas. Mm -hmm. It's called Southwest uh, Vipassana Meditation Center. Uh, I believe there are several centers spread across U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the the thing is, they do it out of. Um, a service uh, they don't charge you anything for it and it's all run by volunteers yeah they provide accommodation and food and teaching they just you want to spread the word you did this more for yourself because you were feeling really burnt out and trying to find out find your way is that mm -hmm. right yes yes so uh, yeah i kind of went wanted did some more practices for self-healing Mm -hmm. uh, during that year and uh, one of them was Vipassana and then um, and then I started doing more yoga and mm -hmm. and along the way I realized I think nutrition uh, is the basis right for anybody if I want to heal uh, uh, somebody that they I have to start with working with them with nutrition mm -hmm. so that's where the concept of kind of managing obesity came along mm -hmm. and I just wanted to equip myself with more knowledge uh, about obesity Mm -hmm. uh, what's the latest in the treatment and what are the guidelines and uh, and management options so i did the certification exam for that 
So did you do, you did, you said you took a, an entire year off after you quit your traditional practice to kind of do the meditation and do the yoga and then do doing the obesity medicine certification. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so tell us a little bit about, so during this time you were also doing locum. Um, so now this was back in 2018 or 19? Yes, 2018 to 19 um, is, uh, I think I would say whole of 2018 is where I did uh, most of this stuff. So then um, after that, tell us a little bit about um, what what you decided to do after you completed your certification and all the other trainings that you did. Um, sure, so I, I started thinking of uh, designing my uh, own practice. Um, I always thought of myself like, you know, you, you never expect to be an entrepreneur when you leave a residency program. At least I thought I was never an entrepreneur and I just wanted to just get on a job mm -hmm. and uh, and be in a group practice. So well, we're not really taught that in medical school or in Yeah, training. I have no idea about business stuff, right? So I, um, so I started uh, kind of learning more about um, the business aspect of medicine, how to start a clinic and... Um, kind of learning about all the billing aspects and stuff like that. So I started uh, um, Excel Health MD kind of late 2018 or so mm -hmm. and uh, found some space to lease. And I had, uh, I had no assistance. I did, did uh, hold the front end and back end of the office for almost like six to eight months or so. Uh, but but uh, but I enjoyed it every 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 day of it, and it was kind of more um, peaceful. I don't know because my maybe I was I was healed a little bit, uh, but and also the way I was practicing the way I wanted to practice uh, instead of um, doing putting a time limit on how you uh, how much how long you see a patient. Mm -hmm. I would probably see them for like you know longer times as much as they need. Mm -hmm. um, I still take insurance. Um, uh, but I have limited myself to kind of uh, doing only a few insurances. You know, we got to get uh, like a, become a smart business entrepreneurs. So, you know, you, you know that insurance model doesn't, uh, they're not always looking out for our uh, financial, doctor's financial aspects. So I, I do take insurance and I also um, started adding in more of, the, more of the integrative medicine consults. Mm -hmm. uh, as people reach out to me and kind of providing um, uh, help with that aspect too. And, and I started enjoying clinical medicine more. Uh, when I left, I really didn't think I, I would be doing more clinical aspect, but, but uh, now I see that I think if we set up in a way that we want to practice and uh, like how our uh, teachers were saying, doing the, in, the, in our fellowship, doing this way is more, uh, provides more self-satisfaction and personal happiness. Yeah. Are you seeing, um, are you still seeing nephrology patients? Or are you doing more of just um, general type of medicine patients? I still see nephrology patients. Um, it's now, it's like part of my thing. So I, I kind of bring everything into the room with me, not just uh, like traditional nephrology mm -hmm. concert. Uh, so uh, you, ca you can separate the integrative uh, medicine out of me. So I kind of, teach them about weight loss and and also talk more about um, stress, stress management and self-care and all those things. So I, I've been incorporating all of those things in there too. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the way people need to be approached. 
Sorry to interrupt. Um, what was your support system like during this time? I know you mentioned that um, your husband's a software engineer. Um, was he very supportive? I mean, I think that's really important if you're trying to branch off and do something completely different. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, I think family support is really important. And also, uh, it also came at a junction for me when uh, my son had just gone off to college. So I had one in college and I, my daughter is a, is a middle schooler. So they really, I really didn't have much uh, child care or, uh, you know, like a young children at home mm -hmm. that I really had to spend time at. So I could focus more on building my practice. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I call my husband my one unpaid <laughs> office manager. <laughs> he's, he's like a multitasker, you know, office manager, furniture, <laughs> fixer-upper. IT yeah. support, uh, you know, every, on all of those things. So, so he was he was really there uh, to help me to uh, do all that. I mean, it it kind of you know it takes a it takes a whole village to raise a, yeah. a kid. So it's a whole family to raise your practice kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, it definitely sounds like you found your two words, which is happiness and harmony. If you compare Andrani prior during traditional, during the traditional practice and in Johnny now, how much, how much different are the two in terms of I, your mental health and well-being and all that? Yeah, um, if I put myself back three, four years ago doing the same practice, I still was able to help uh, patients and guide them, but I think internally I was, I was not well myself. And I would, I would, you know, you, I remember clearly when I finished fellowship and started my, my job, I was like, I would be so happy and excited to go to work. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and I would, and at the end of the day, I wouldn't feel tired. Uh, but then it, as the years went by, I would be, you know, when, when what they say about Mondays, right? When the weekend goes and Monday comes. Mm -hmm. I would be like dreading to uh, to be at work or to kind of go through the workload, especially the, after the weekend call. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you're continuously working like 14 days in a row, it would be each day would be hard. And then, you know, you feel like you have difficulty controlling your uh, your uh, your unhappiness, even though you're helping patients, you still have a deep sense of uh, dissatisfaction within you. Mm -hmm. um, but now uh, I see, I uh, was, um, I, I realize that I, I'm, I'm smiling a lot and I'm not under any time pressure. And, and every day I'm, I'm again uh, very excited and, and happy to be out there and helping people. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think we all go to medical school to be this kind of doctors, isn't it? Like we all, we all go there with the, with the intention of to be a healer right. and to make people happy. Um, but uh, unfortunately, the system and the way things have turned out, they're not, they're not uh, more of this sort. And I, I hope every one of us can find a way, the way we want to practice, but to be a healer. Yeah. Um, and I want to promote that. <laughs> well, if you could give anybody who may be on the cusp of wanting to leave traditional medicine or even people like myself who have done the integrative medicine fellowship but just don't know how to get started. And now that you're in that role where you started your own successful practice, um, being your own boss, practicing the way that you want to, 
what types of advice can you give to those of us who are still you know, maybe just have a little bit of fear or don't really know how to get started? I would say the first step is uh, if you are able to, you know, you don't need to leave, leave a practice. If you have autonomy to change the practice and, uh, and the approach within, the, within your job, then I would say start there. Um, and see if you're able to create an integrative medicine pod within the same practice. So you are able to provide that approach to the patients, whoever requires it. Uh, in that way, you, you, you can practice that way instead of starting uh, from scratch all over, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be the first step. If they are not able to do that, then uh, yes, of course. Um, also, also try to create your own brand. You know, I think even before you leave a job, try to um, go and and start doing some community awareness stuff. Um, uh, go and and uh, and and be a speaker in some uh, local areas. I'm sure there's a lot of um, the groups that are looking for uh, speakers who can talk to, to talk to them about some topics on wellness. Mm -hmm. um, as I started looking around, uh, in fact, um, I realized. Uh, lot of uh, I found so many groups that are looking for uh, to help with stress management mm -hmm. that's one of my most uh, popularly sought out topic everybody wants to know how to uh, deal with stress I think it's there everywhere including children too and to adults oh, yeah. so yeah start looking around for some groups and and kind of contact them in community see if you can be a speaker and and kind of make your name known out there uh, as somebody who's promoting wellness and, and health. Mm -hmm. And then once uh, you have done that and uh, with proper training, like how you have gone through the fellowship and you understand what all, you, have, you get a basic understanding of botanicals and nutrition and, uh, and mind-body approaches. So I think with that training, you should be able to start a, a practice. Uh, I think there are two approaches to this, right? One is, do you want to just keep it as a cash-based practice or do you want to uh, do through an insurance model? Mm -hmm. um, I'm still new to this myself. So I'm still within a year of this. Right now, I would call myself a hybrid practice mm -hmm. uh, because there is some insurance coverage for obesity medicine itself uh, yeah. for that management. So I do, and Medicare also covers it. So I do have to use insurance, especially for nephrology patients and obesity. Mm -hmm. uh, but for integrative medicine itself, uh, the coverage is not great, not with the not to the extent of time, and mm -hmm. and uh, and the uh, the preparation that takes from our part, along with the patient care. So uh, for that, I I am not doing the insurance model. Um, but I hope things change so people don't have to uh, people don't have to pay out of pocket and and everything is covered with insurance and it's appropriately reimbursed uh, for us too. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, don't I think know if there's a right answer are, for this. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people nowadays are starting to, starting to really pay more attention to health and wellness and nutrition, and so there's quite a bit of interest out there. So I think that um, a lot of things are, will hopefully be shifting towards more of an integrative overall health and wellness preventative type of approach. Mm -hmm. What I've realized, uh, Michelle, is that um, people are, yes, like you said, people are getting more aware of this, uh, but the common issue is they want their insurance to cover it. I, 
they yeah they they want this kind of doctors and they really want this kind of approach to their treatment the only thing that holds them back is when they realize that insurance uh, is not does not cover this kind of thing so yeah. so yeah well, thank you so much for all of your advice and telling us your story and your journey. Um, we're just about to run out of time. So I just want to give you an opportunity to share with the people out there um, how they can contact you and find you. Um, so do you want to go ahead and share that? Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, uh, Michelle, thank you for giving me an opportunity to be on this podcast and to share them, to share with you all my wisdom and my uh, journey so far. Uh, if if anybody thinks out there that I can be of help um, in their journey towards wellness and um, and optimal health, you can find me on my Facebook page at Excel Health MD uh, E X C E L Health MD. We also have a website at ExcelHealthMD.com, and uh, my practice focuses on uh, holistic medicine, kidney support, and then uh, weight loss. So um, if you guys need any help with any of those, do, do, uh, don't hesitate to reach us. We do have locations in Murphy and Rockwall. And our, our phone number is 972-752-3199. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dr. Raman, for sharing your time with us today. I will be posting all of that information in the show notes, as well as posting it on our Instagram page. Thank you again for sharing your journey through happiness and harmony. Sure. Thank you, Michelle. Um, good luck out there. Everybody stay safe and uh, be healthy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wish Well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, wishwell.health.blog. Until next time, I wish you health and I wish you wellness. Thank you.